this is uh, Keith from Beat the Casino. So one of the things that we talk about a lot at Beat the Casino when we're taking a look at uh, Baccarat games are opposites and repeats. And an opposite is if it's banker, it goes to player. And if it's player, it goes to banker. They're considered opposites. And also event counts. Event counts being one in a rows compared to two in a rows, two in a rows compared to three in a rows, and three in a rows compared to four in a rows. And, you know, we get a lot of guys that come in and regurgitate the math of it all over the long-term uh, probability. And, you know, they calculate, you know, that you really can't gain an advantage in, in the long term. And, and, you know, there isn't any member of Beat the Casino that, that doesn't really understand that. I mean, no, no one's disputing the long-term math. And of course, we're always looking for some assignable cause as to why maybe the game is producing more singles or more repeats or more two-in-a-rows or why is it going opposite or why is there resistance at a certain point. And when we look for that and we find it, we look to see if it actually will repeat in the same casino for some reason. Now, the reason we do that is because we're looking for assignable cause. And if we find an assignable cause, in other words, if there's a reason in the game, whether it be shuffle or uh, something happened to the cards, uh, whatever it may be, is it reproducing itself uh, within the confines of either this table or this shoe? And it, look, it's it's. I'm not going to say it happens in every game, as many people believe, but from time to time it does happen. So let me talk about that a little bit too. So let's say, for instance, you find an assignable cause, whether the cards are shuffled insufficiently and... Uh, you find that this generally produces repeats or some sort of hand-shuffled game produces a different effect of the game. And you're tracking this and you, you see this occur in a casino. Now, once it's discovered, once the casino makes the adjustment to ensure the game is random, then, of course, the game normalizes again and this dissipates. Now, this is why you never find assignable cause over the entire population of infinity. Because as we track it statistically, then, the more population we have that adds to it, that is randomness, the less effect that part that was statistically an aberration, the less significance, I want to say, each one of those events that was out of line with randomness decreases. So in other words, if there's a hundred hands, well, one hand or two hands that are out of whack, let's say two, happened because the cards were non-random. Let's say it generated two more repeats in the game. Well, that's two out of a hundred. Now, if you deal another hundred hands and the hands are random, now that has an effect of one out of a hundred. Okay, so on and so forth. The more hand, then if you throw a thousand hands, it again becomes imperceivable. It's it's just lost in randomness again. Even though there was that slice of time where you could identify it. Now, there's an argument there that says, okay, well, was the game random and it just happened to occur? 
or was there some assignable cause in the game that allowed this to happen? And usually, uh, if you happen to catch it, it doesn't matter if it's assignable cause or if it's randomness. If you happen to bet it, you're going to win. Now, if it's assignable cause, it'll generally repeat itself in the next game and the next game, usually at the same table. If it dissipates, you probably were just lucky and happened to bet what randomness was throwing you. But if it continues, then of course you found an assignable cause for something to happen. And usually that gets caught and then uh, the game uh, is shuffled or some procedure is fixed uh, that reverts it back to randomness. And this isn't any rocket science, or nor does it go against mathematics. It's a simple process evaluation. If there's a flaw in the process that causes something to be out of whack, that distorts the bell curve, always temporarily, and that's what folks don't understand, uh, then, of course, that's something that you can exploit. Now, that's the beauty of a game of Baccarat uh, that's different from roulette, that's different from blackjack, that's different from anything, is once those cards are in the shoe, there's a beginning and end to this game, right? And they can't be changed. But so far as roulette goes, well, you know, you're spinning. You're spinning a, a, a ball on a wheel. That can be changed all the time, right? You have different dealers. It, it, everything changes. Same with blackjack. Some people may hit. Some people may stand. Some people play basic strategy. Some people play against basic strategy. All those variables can change the shoe. Baccarat, you can't. So if there's a signable cause that you find in a Baccarat game, nothing except remove the cards will change it. It's set up in that game. And it's going to occur if you discover it. And I think that's why folks over the years have found that, that uh, you know, have a theory like why people think that Baccarat is so predictable. I think it's because they've noticed this, this uh, uh, assignable cause or, or this uh, phenomena in a Baccarat game. But the problem that most players make is that you assume it happens in every game. And it's a very rare thing. So if you look at the long-term odds, what, you know, 1% 1 edge. So within that 1% edge, when, when it skews the other way by assignable cause, it's still usually pretty minuscule edge that you're going to get. And it usually doesn't hold. So this is what we talk about a lot at Beat the Casino and what I try to get folks to take a look at and try to get your head wrapped around it. That What you're looking for is, is some sort of pattern or some sort of um, non-randomness in the game. And, and again, don't make the mistake that it happens all the time. Like half the time you're going to win because you're lucky. If you think about it, it's a 50-50 game, pretty close to it. So, so we teach you what statistics to track and which one will give you clues to this. And when it occurs, then you're going to gain an edge. And when it doesn't, you're simply playing random. And those are games that you, know, you can usually hold your own in. And, and sometimes you just want to get out of them and just simply go look for a game that you can beat by the triggers or uh, the indicators that maybe something is going on in this game or this casino that can make you into a winner. So...
Anyway, that's my podcast for today. This is Keith from Beat the Casino. I hope you'll join us at beatthecasino.com.